All right. Okay, we rolling? Podcast. Speed. <laughs> podcast. And, and podcast. <laughs> Three, two, one, podcast. Let's do this. Keeping it 5150. Episode, Episode whatever. 38, what is it? I, I think. I think it's 38. Okay. Uh, so we'll, awesome. we'll call it episode 38. Okay, I dig it. <laughs> uh, in the to... week in the week that Seattle finally announces its, its hockey team. You guys, we've got a hockey team. Yeah, and they went with the, the, the front runner name, the Kraken. Don't like it. I'm going to say just don't like you it. You don't like it. Do you, do you have a, I mean, um, uh, your wife and I both suggested amusing names on Facebook <laughs> for quite a lot of this week, which is, I, I really like, I came up with the Ice Boys, which is what Detective Boyle would call them. I mean, Ice Boys is good. The Slam Dunkers, I think, was also one of yours. <laughs> quite good. Um, I, I just feel like the Kraken. Three, three, 358 was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just feel like they, they were like, we have so many samples. Well, two samples. Like, whatever. I, the release of Kraken, they say that in at least two movies. Let's just, we have that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Play that over a PA. Okay, let's just call the team that. I don't know. It seemed lazy to me. Uh, what, did you have, um, I didn't, I, I've not been following, even though a friend of mine actually works for the uh, Seattle NHL. Uh, <laughs> word? Um, uh, yeah, she's a, um, a web developer doing... Uh, I'm not exactly sure. She's the, she'll play for them. She's just, you know, I said just. She's the a developer she's slash goalie. In the, um. <laughs> the administrative side of, the, uh, of making the whole NHL thing happen. Yeah, uh, that's um, cool. Um, so she said she didn't know that the name was going to be that until they announced it. They kept, they kept it tightly under wraps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was, there was like a list. People could vote on it, and then there was like a lot of polls and stuff. I feel like. I knew it was going to be the Kraken for like six months now because I I work oh, with okay. a dude who has been following this for like ever. He's very excited. He was like, "They're going to announce it live. I'm going to be late to work." <laughs> like, and I was like, all right, you, dude, you went from home <laughs> like just second monitor. <laughs> like this is what it's for. Yeah. Um. So like, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't care that much. I just think I think Kraken's kind of a. I mean, I were, were there better names in the in the running? What no. Was, what were some of the other serious um, No. <laughs> no, there was a lot of terrible names in the running. I think um, Steelheads was one of them, which is like a yeah. type of salmon. Type of salmon. Yeah. yeah. And it's like mm, I don't know if that's what <laughs> that's the move. No. Like <laughs> that that seems weird. Um, we used to have a team called the Totems. Oh, was that the women's team? No, it was like a I, men's I, I team. I read on Twitter 60s. recently that um, was like a... And I, I think there's a way you could make that work if you worked with uh, the indigenous peoples of the, the region to like make sure that... You know, I, I, I like that because we're, we're having a problem right now and, and one of the many problems in, in the US is like uh, a lot of these sports seem to have uh, like a fucking racist <laughs> name. Like we're called. looking they're, at you, they're Washington. Just, they're straight up... <laughs> yeah. Uh, like oh you, you just wouldn't you wouldn't do that now uh, and they've, and, the, and Washington Redskins have changed their name which is pretty cool and now they're going after some of the others like the uh, Kansas City Chiefs apparently they're, they're they're like next on the list to be like come on lads let's let's come up with a better yeah. name than that um, but that's cool but I also like like you said there might be an, a way in which you could uh, celebrate the history of there being uh, you know native people yes. here 
before we showed up. There's, there's, I think there's a way in which that, that could be done tastefully and appropriately. Yeah, and there's a way that, like, I think there's a history of that Seattle team that you could kind of embrace while still being cool and respectful. But they yeah. decided instead to go to go with the Kraken. I, I don't know. I mean, two of our Seattle teams, for people who know Seattle, are like um, the Mariners. I, You know, I'm not entirely sure still what a mariner is but i know it's probably c has some c and the seahawks which i think are is an osprey i'm not sure what it is actually like i don't think it's like <laughs> if you just look up like if you go up to david attenborough and be like what about them what about seahawks yeah. he's like that's not a that's not a, an official it's bird not a thing. He, it's just a seagull <laughs> which is a sort of the rat that lives in the sky near the beach yeah that's more of like that thing that hunts fries down like off off a pier <laughs> um it's it's natural prey <laughs> it's a french yeah, fry. Natural prey. uh dropped fish and chips um like uh <laughs> side side digression because that's what this fucking podcast is all about um when we were uh we were in australia several years ago and uh we were walking around and they had some crazy magnificent birds that were just walking around and we were like why aren't people freaking out about this fucking these birds <laughs> and then we realized that they were the trash birds of australia like they were oh, the ones that right, were like yeah. just waiting for people to drop part of a sandwich to run over and get it but we were like Look at it. It's like some sort of weird stork. Like, what kind of, like... <laughs> like it's, it's so brightly colored it's, it was, as it goes through that trash bin. <laughs> there was there was one that was, like, legitimately, like, it wasn't a marabou stork, but it was one of those, like, so ugly that it, like, goes back around in the bean, like, magnificent. Oh, right, yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> no one was reacting to it. And I was like, why aren't people worshiping this like a god? Like, I don't understand why this isn't a bigger deal. And then... It's because they were just around scrounging for food, like digging for dumpsters. Like it was like, oh yeah, that's you know. So one man's trash bird is another man's deity, I guess. I, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd have called them chuswas. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, that's. Are you at all interested in the hockey team? Does that? Not at all. I just, I just want to <laughs> just need some content. <laughs> they have um, the the logo. I, I was happy when the Sonics moved away because it affected traffic negatively. It was like, oh, less traffic. I hope the fucking Seahawks leave as well. Just all sports, just fuck off to the east side. Um, you'd be, you'd be, the, be the the Bellevue Karens or whatever. <laughs> like you'd be the. <laughs> um, that's fair enough. I do like, or I don't know if I like is a strong word. I I the. <laughs> the logo of it, which is like a, a vaguely tentacled out S, is seems like it's yeah. right for people to fuck with on unauthorized it's got merchandise. Li- it's got a little eye in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, that's that's gonna pop up on the internet on like those like t-shirt play like those t-shirt websites where you look at them and you're like they did not get permission to have any of the stuff on here. <laughs> or it's like definitely yes. yeah on there right now. Uh, um, yeah. I, I will I am, go. I'm slightly concerned about the, uh, the the punk rock bar, the Kraken, might now all of a sudden become, a, unfortunately, be a sports bar. <laughs> People <laughs> going in there being like, woohoo, but while a band that sounds like seven-year-old blind girl are playing. <laughs> yeah. uh, it might be too far away, because if they play the, at the key, 
there were oh, like yeah. several yeah. sports bars that were probably like used to be Sonic's bars that now are just regular bars that are probably uh they're probably quickly trying to get <laughs> cracking gear to to put in. I actually uh there's the, the Angry Beaver is a hockey bar oh, yeah. that you can get poutine at. I I, I quite like that place. Yeah, um, it's so you can get poutine there. You can get poutine <laughs> there. They have poutine. So if you're craving the taste of gar or you know <laughs> gravy drenched fries and cheese curds, get yeah. If if your doctor says maybe you're too healthy, <laughs> we need you to up that bad cholesterol. It's like cool. <laughs> like, can yes. do one sitting. Gonna eat some poutine and then wash it down with some ketchup flavored like potato chips. That's that's my full Canadian experience from going to <laughs> Vancouver. Um, yeah. So I yeah I guess that's happening. I will definitely go to a game just to see what it's like because like. Live sporting events sometimes are better than and can make you care about it slightly more. Not in okay. a real way. Like, like I don't, I don't. Baseball might be one of my least favorite sports, but going to an actual baseball game is fun because you're kind of outdoors and you're drinking and eating like a chili dog, and occasionally things happen at the field, or you can just make fun of people's the photos that come up on the jumbotron or whatever. It's it's like a, it's that, the, that doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, that could be a good day out <laughs> without needing to give a shit about like what's actually happening you know anytime. yeah fo- football seems too intense and uh soccer as well uh, uh, it seems that they seem quite like involved kind of kind of games where you have to care about what's going this on this is purely i know this is i uh, like i maybe this isn't a hot take in america but everywhere else this is the hot take i just i don't soccer i don't i don't like it because i don't like a game where someone scores like a goal and they're like, cool, we just have to play keep away for like an hour and a half now. <laughs> and like, we're just going to do that. We're just going to like, we're just going to like be content to just kind of like let this play out. It's like, ah, but it, it's, it's so beautiful. It's chess in 3D. It's a <laughs> fucking beautiful game. Like also the, the flopping is intense. Like mm. you see the dudes, like they get mildly touched. They look like they've been shot by yeah. a sniper, and then like the ref runs over and like does some of the magic spray on them, and then they get up, and they're like totally fine to run yeah. around for like another um. six miles. Like, <laughs> uh, it's a lot to make fun of in soccer for me. Um, I know people who like it, but I'm not the one. <laughs> this has been sports so what else chat. Is this week? <laughs> this is yeah. Like... Wow, we got, we got really into it. <laughs> That was pretty good analysis. Yeah, this is some sports yelling. Um, this is going to be very dated by the time this actually airs, but we were uh, driving. Oh, you bet. <laughs> <laughs> we were driving around, and uh, we were d- running some errands, and the only time I listen to the radio or we listen to the radio is when we're in a car driving around. And uh, we were turning around, and uh, the rock, the radio station, the rock radio station, Oh, nine <laughs> The Rock. Um, it uh, the Rock of Seattle. <laughs> it uh, <laughs> they're playing an ACDC song, and then we. I was going to say, was it ACDC? <laughs> well, no. I mean, so also, yeah, it's like we're like checks out, and then we're like, they're playing like a bad ACDC song, and then and yeah, checks out. Like not a single, like just like a deep cut, like bad ACDC song. Oh, okay. And then we're, we turned it around, and we turned it back, and they were playing another ACDC song. And this one was good, so we listened to it, but we were like, man, that's 
playing a lot of ACDC. And then that ended, and they played another one. And our first thought was like, oh, man, someone from ACDC died? Because, like, it's, yeah. like, it's too many... <laughs> too many acdc songs in a row on a saturday um uh and then finally a dj came on and was like this is the um you know that's like money talks that's the number 10 best acdc song we're doing the 40 best acdc songs (laughs) because it's the 40th anniversary of back in black coming out right yes um yeah i a friend of mine mentioned that on facebook yesterday it's a 40th uh, 40 years of that yes. of that record so um i will say that, that we listened to to some of the uh the, their their countdown and they were aggressively wrong i think in some of their takes but do you have any thoughts about <laughs> the 40th anniversary of a well, we've we've kind of gone into Back in Black uh, a couple of times. Uh, I don't know if we did it on the podcast. They're just like walking home for practice, but um, it's it's got some really good songs on there, um, like Shoot to Thrill and Hell's Bells and Back in Black are great. Like those those are great ACDC songs. But the so Side A is really solid, um, and I think Side B, Side B, the first track, it might be might be Back in Black, something like that. I but, think, um, yeah, I think it, is there was sh- that- uh, shook me all night long. It's one of those where you're like, oh like, yeah, Damn. yeah get in there <laughs> um so about half the songs or four four out of the 10 songs are great and there's a couple of pretty good and then there's like what do you do for money honey isn't isn't very good given the dog bone isn't isn't very <laughs> have good. a drink on i me. quite like the la- have a drink on me i'm drinking me's all right um rock and roll like nose pollutions not, I, not very that, good. i love it i love i love the straw man argument that's i love a song that builds <laughs> yeah. up Stop trying to shut us down, you guys. Selling 30 million copies of this album. Yeah. I love, I yeah. love these rock bands who are like, people are really trying to get us to stop rocking. It's like, <laughs> like Entire economies are based on your ability to keep rocking. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, beyond 1973, who tried to stop, like, ACDC from rocking? Like, <laughs> they were pretty successful from Jump Street, like, and only got, like, more successful. I just don't understand, like, like <laughs> six albums into the game, they're like, people are really saying rock and roll shouldn't be around. It's like, what are we doing? Um, uh, yeah, no, I think it's, in that way... Um, the thing you're talking about, I think, is is the the ACDC template. I think you can look at every single yeah, one of their yeah. albums, and for every like uh, "Dirty Deeds," "Done Dirt Cheap," or like "Highway to Hell" or whatever, there's there's a bunch of like "Night Prowler" and Bill like <laughs> "The Jack" and like all these songs that are like like. There, there are so like the best the best record would be like the double live album that they, they did in 1990 or so it's just all the hits just played live it's great yeah but it, it because it came out in 1990 there's a lot more from the razor's edge than really should be on there <laughs> like you yeah. gotta fight your guns like <laughs> yeah it's it's so it's one of those things where it's like i mean because acdc is one of those bands like the ramones and like slayer who like right. seemingly cracked the code on it and was like we got we know how to make these albums and the formula is mm. four to six good songs and then a bunch of filler that's like just barely good enough and it's all gonna kind of sound the same we're not gonna be like this is our this is our yeah. electronic track or whatever this is you know it's like everything's blues rock. no no so 
Back in Black, the um, most celebrated album. Like, yeah, it, there's a bunch of garbage. It on might it. be their best album. It might have more more hits on it than their other records, but it means it has like five good songs instead of two good songs. Kind of. Yeah, because by the time they get to like flick of the switch or something, there's like you're struggling like beyond the singles like the two singles or whatever it's like you know what, what, yeah what was like who made who was out around then yeah it's uh, sort of 86 ish that who made who's a good song um that's good i like who made who a lot it's a, it's a, it's a belt that, that was on was that on maximum overdrive was that the uh the stephen king yeah because he was is that the one from that he just made the like now it would be the spotify this is acdc like playlist like the sound it's like acdc should do the soundtrack oh do you want any original songs nah <laughs> like just just hit just for those about the rock oh, and fucking back in black and hell's bells and shit it's like all right um <laughs> Oh. So, uh, yeah, what's your number yeah, one? Stephen Before King. we go to the main segment and we'll talk about numbers and stuff some more, <laughs> uh, what's your, what do you think is the best ACDC? What's the, the best technical ACDC song, like, Undisputed, and what's your favorite? Um, the, the best is probably, is probably You Shook Me All Night Long, because it, it's where they're doing, they're a bit more hard rock than blues rock. It's the most successful and it's the most like they do it really, really well. It's not my favorite, but it's it's I think it's really good. You can make an argument for that, or um, maybe back in back in black has a similar sort of, but back in black's a bit heavier, and it's like like you shook me all along. It's good. It's their it's their pop song. It works really yes. well. Um, my favorite is Mistress of Christmas. Uh, hell, hell, Mistress of Christmas, <laughs> or Fire Your Guns. Are you ready? <laughs> I, I do really like Thunderstruck, but I think um, I think Hell's Bells. I think because that's that has that obviously it has bells on it and fucking shit. That's great. It's really. Uh, I, I, I prefer Brian Johnson to to Bon um, Scott. Uh, to Bon Scott. Yeah. Hot take, uh, but okay. No, nah, some great stuff on on the, on the Bon Scott era, but I, I like Brian Johnson's voice. <laughs> His speaker hum esque like yeah voice like he's um, got a voice like an angel. Um, uh, I would say their best, the the technical for me, undisputed best song, is "Thunderstruck." I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like that has it. Uh, it everything comes together on "Thunderstruck." Like okay, it has the f- the like seemingly flashy guitar work. It's it's yeah, um, but it's actually just it's open string nine, open string eleven, open string twelve, kind of over and over. Yeah, it's, uh, it sounds hard, but it isn't hard. It, it's got i think it's hard to get it to get it right but like it's not that hard <laughs> like it sounds like in my mountain it's like you could do that sell now yeah um it's catchy but incredibly dumb and uh um, oh yeah we went to texas and we had some fun <laughs> we <laughs> met some girls like it's fucking you know it's like um you know it's a it's definitely about fucking which i feel like is a key component of the acdc <laughs> sound and it's it's got riffs in it, so like while it's not as like blues based as other ones, I feel like that mm. that's that's the move. With number two probably being back back in black, or oh yeah 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 like um my favorite because you know I'm a contrarian and I'm a weirdo <laughs> is uh, what's next to the moon off Power Edge. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it doesn't sound really like any other ACDC song, but that song is awesome. So um. 
Yeah. Oh. There you go. ACDC. That's the last time we'll talk about him on this podcast until you make another fire your gun joke because I feel like <laughs> that comes up from time to time. You, 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 say, you say joke. <laughs> up 5150 heads and listen to this you have to speak to people right all day with the talking and the asking questions and making chit chat and you to be fair are dumb not like offensively stupid but word dumb a dummy a little dumb dumb so even when you talk right it comes out all cliched wouldn't it be nice to purge your language of the following hack phrases in no way shape or form at the end of the day think outside the box well, for seven American dollars a month, that dream can be yours. What the fuck? This the fuck. Expunger is a product that removes cliches from your speech in real time and replaces them with blissful silence. The sound of you not talking. Just clip the solid steel mouthpiece over your face, plug it into your phone, and you're already 10% smarter. Conversation may be stilted at first while the machine learns your voice and cuts out the many dull seconds of the stupid shit you're about to say to someone, but you got used to being on Zoom all the time, so you'll get used to this. Expunger. When you don't have anything smart to say, Okay. And we're back. This is it. Part two. Yeah. And a continuing bracketology assignment that uh, I've forced upon myself. Forced upon all of us. Alright, so this is it. We're going to try to discern out of 16 contenders what the greatest thrash metal song is. So, Steven, what does thrash metal mean to you? Like, what, what do you think determines if something's a thrash metal song? Uh, so we, we talked a little bit about thrash a few years ago on, on oh, this yeah. podcast. Um, typically, uh, be a band uh, either from the 1980s or who hasn't really moved on since the 1980s. I think that's important. Thrash is a very limited genre. Uh, it, it's not not very experimental, so it's 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 quite tight in what you can do. Um, you your song should be. It should be really fast, and it should have a, it should have a halftime heavy bit. Probably that that kind of stuff's allowed. Yeah. Uh, double double bass drums is is encouraged, if not absolutely required. Um, uh, your guitar your guitar is not usually deeply detuned. It's usually an E or E flat, uh, but played really fucking fast. Uh, your solos should be nonsense. <laughs> your solos should be absolute fucking garbage. Just tapping fucking yeah <laughs> fiddly oh uh, ideally you you have a uh, floyd rose or the uh the what with a bargain basement floyd rose the other the alternative that just lets you fucking die from out <laughs> yeah out of solo. oh and and start a solo that way by yanking the, the fucking note from slack to uh, the highest possible note although um, for one n- uh, noisy one notable band and that we'll talk about later uh mm. the in the song that I picked, uh, use it for the intro of it, where um, there's a considerable amount of, of dive bombs slash D2 yeah. things for like a <laughs> yes, minute before the song gets started. It's like, all right, good for you. You didn't wait for the solo. You just got in there early. Like, 
It's like they were going, no, it stays in tune if I do this. Seriously, I can play this. We'll see about that. It does seem like a guy at a guitar center trying to pitch, trying to pitch a Floyd Rose to someone who didn't know what it is. Like, see, you could do a thing where you play real low and then you just go even lower, and then you can do real high, back to back, totally in tune. Still, I mean, getting in tune will take eight nine hours <laughs> but after you've yeah done that, it's it's like having a 12 string guitar like 95 percent of your time is tuning but that five percent is fucking awesome <laughs> like you just fucking strap in for it um yeah so that's that's kind of the that, that's kind of thrash uh yeah uh for me you know oh, also the, no, the topics uh normally uh usually, usually very serious environmental destruction the nazis <laughs> That's just really just one band that does the Nazis. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, tough tough lights for life on the streets and drugs. Or occasionally very, very dumb, stupid kind of party metal kind of yes. stuff. Uh, but not really about, like, not really innuendos. No no real kind of, like, uh, girls. Uh, no, 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 no sort of fast cars and love machines, like... <laughs> Yeah, because how about you? Is this is yeah, this? Am I, I no, describing I, I, how how I, you would also? I think that thrash? totally checks out. Like, um, you know, playing really fast guitar. I think palm muting the palm muting riff. Oh is yeah, the yeah. Thing, like the strong right hand for the standard setup. Um, and uh, I say that the vocals are either guttural and scary, not screamy, but like they're either kind of the the Slayer like kind of gritty like barked barked like this is tough or growled full-on cartoon like uh a yeah. la you're like you could see who really liked amphrax on this list that i'm about to because it's like yes. i feel like old amphrax had a specific like they were definitely more tongue-in-cheek than the rest of the bands like they were taking it slightly less seriously and like <laughs> you could see the 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 people who are like yeah that we should do it more like that because they are like higher pitched and again borderline cartoony kind of like nonsense <laughs> like there's like real yeah. silly sounded like and then i think anthrax were also they were the they certainly in the in the 80s they seem to be less uh less serious but less serious topics as well they seem to be a little bit more fun yeah or, or um, trying trying to have fun <laughs> <laughs> they enjoy to have fun when they're not uh busy being the law i guess um so what I've done for people who listened to the last last week's episode, you know that um, ultimately we're trying to get down to the best metal song, and the way we're doing that is the standard March Madness style brackets. This week, sixteen pure thrash anthems um, went with, for the most part, the song that you would think I would go to by the band. So there's not going to be a lot of wild card choices unless you haven't heard of some of these. Real yeah. C level, <laughs> like thrash bands. Yeah, so the, the quality up. of thrash bands drops off pretty fast after the big four, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, there was a couple I was surprised by. I'm going to be honest with you as we talk about this list, if I can remember the differences between them. Um, <laughs> so I've ranked them one for, uh, uh, one seed through sixteen seed, and we're going to in NCAA bracket style go through these until we arrive at the final ultimate thrash metal song and then next week we'll go on to our next genre so cool. I've, I've one thing bef- just before we start sure. uh, bands that are not on this list uh no sepultura yeah sepultura is hard because um 
are they a fresh band? Or are they a death, an early death metal band? And then at a certain point, did they become something that we would class put in the groove? You know, like I almost, I yeah, I, I sort of, I, I was going to put them in the death metal camp, which is why they're not on this list. So. But I think if it was beneath the remains, it would probably be a death metal thing. If it was a rise, that's probably more thrash. Uh, if it was Chaos AD post or anything after Chaos AD, it's groove. So they they, they kind of run. They the gamut, do, and so. that's tough. And that's and fair. the question is on that: what is the what is the thing that defines them like the best, or what is the best love era? Yeah. It almost yeah. might be the groove stuff. And so, like, this, as much as I like, they're kind of you know earlier heavier stuff that might actually not be the best example of it that's the weird thing about this list especially for bands that like had wild swings a little bit between how yeah, they do it yeah because um you know you you can argue like there's periods of metallica that are just straight up they're just like a hard rock band you know and i wouldn't put I, yeah I wouldn't... Uh, load and load and reload are definitely more um hard rock uh, but you could even argue the Black Album is, is kind of a hard yeah. album. Yeah, so while in Metallica, because this is a fresh, I think a fresh, like there's going to be a Metallica song, but I wouldn't put Inner Sandman as the, like, this is the ultimate no. example of Metallica's fresh <laughs> period, you know? Like, you want to, like, you want to pick towards that. So, yes, Sepultura not being on here, Sepultura is going to be represented somewhere, but I chose Excellent. to not put them on here. Uh, tankard also uh, no. did not make it. No, uh, shame. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pull one out for Tankard. Uh, no, no venom. Uh, cru- cruelly overlooked in both the new album and, uh, and thrash uh, lists, I guess. Um, I felt like uh, Celtic Frost edged them out. Okay, it, that, that that's this fair. Celtic Frost song is very venom esque, but. There's there's a couple of bands on here that sound quite a bit like that. That's the other reason I sort of bring them up as like I was listening to who, well whichever one it was and it was like man this guy sounds like fucking Venom. <laughs> there's a yeah we'll talk about this as we go through my notes. A lot of it is going to be on the vocals because like what I found yeah. is I love most of the riffs music like that's on this like on almost all of these bands I like and the deciding factor a lot of times is what the vocals are doing because yeah. There's some weak links to the chain, you know, like definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we should get into it. So, um, it's the as you have you have this as the the, the top ranked seed plays the 16th. Yes, uh, for, for in round one. Yes, so so this is tough. This is a tough look for 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 the boys. But um, number one, number one seed, battery by Metallica. We'll talk about this eventually. We're not going to go deep in the yeah. battery right now. We've talked about battery a lot anyway, so I think people probably who listen to this podcast probably know our thoughts on it, but we'll continue talking about it. Uh, and we're going to match that up to Overkill, a somewhat beloved cult thrash band, uh, and their song I think so, yeah. Elimination, which yeah. seems fitting for what's about to happen. <laughs> um, what's your yeah. thoughts on Overkill? Because I'm assuming you haven't so, listened to um, a lot of Overkill. I've I listened to um I had I hear black, which is the 1993 album. I had that on cassette as a young man because it was it was cheap at the music store and I'd heard of Overkill. It's quite good. Um, so he, he, this this guy Bobby um 
blitz asshole um he has this really high voice on this in this song and he's like screeching and and it's, it's kind of ridiculous um but on, on that one it's more laid back and it's more um almost like grunge influenced or something but there's there's something else going on on that uh, and it's i think it's 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 quite quite a good record it's got some got some good songs on it um this this is terrible though <laughs> like this it's is really, really bad. bad it is it is wild that i selected overkill in the song because the internet told me that of best fresh songs this was one of them and i defaulted to the internet no. um in 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 some ways i can see why people who are really in the fresh might like this because it does it sounds of the time like like all the elements of it sound like other bands that you would like you know yeah i in it's fast it's fast it's got riffs i i don't like that guy's vocals but they're in line no. with so, you know they're in line with early anthrax and some other kind of more high pitched yeah kind of singy uh, kind of stuff like so i could see people being into it yeah i thought this is kind of trash which is why it's the 16 seed i didn't want to take overkill completely out to put because it seems like i see overkill patches and people like them so they, they got <laughs> in it, you know especially if you're in this an early bracket and you're going to match up against battery you're probably going to lose anyway um they did themselves no yeah, favors with the song though so no eliminate the something eliminate the something <laughs> Barack Obama wasn't born in the United States it was <laughs> you write something something but, nation with elimination oh, not, also he, not the finest write, work um, <laughs> they mentioned something like um, they mentioned a train and but they don't say elimination station which is they <laughs> like open goal they missed that <laughs> Yeah, that that's why they didn't uh, win the matchup versus Battery. <laughs> ability. Yeah. Like, um, I don't remember much of, about the song beyond that, and I just listened to it no. like four hours ago. So that that would be another. <laughs> it seems to be about him receiving some sort of like health diagnosis. I unclear, and I was afraid to um, pull on the threads of what some of these songs <laughs> are really about. Yeah, too hard. Um, you know, that yeah. Let's keep it light. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so, do you think? Do you think Battery's the better song then? Do you think Battery? Uh, yeah, I think I. Trend? You know, I think it edges it out <laughs> slightly. <laughs> all right. I think the first the first fifteen seconds of Battery edges out all of this Overkill song. Um. Okay. So if Battery's the number one seed. Who's number two? Well, you know it has to be Slayer with Angel of Death. This is actually a tough to pick which song by Slayer would be. <laughs> well, because we have our own, um, like, this or um, uh, Raining Blood off, off of Raining Blood. Yeah. Because uh, th those are both great. Um, most most of the songs on South of Heaven are fantastic, and most of the songs on um, Seasons of the Abyss are fantastic. Yeah. Like, I, I, I fucking Dead Skin Mask is amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, like season, the, the title track season of the business is, is fantastic like that i think it's kind of underrated like you wouldn't use it as like this is slayer's best song because it'd be too much of it like this is the obvious one you you pick something off 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 of rain and blood and probably angel of death is probably the best song in rain uh, on rain and blood oh man but south of heaven's such a good song <laughs> like, yeah um but i i would love loads of stuff on divine intervention but um 
th- that they don't sound as Slayer. This is uh, yeah, uh, slightly slower. This is this <laughs> is the most Slayer. Like it's you yeah. Know. Um, so it's gonna be uh, Slayer, Angel of Death versus our fifteen seed, Celtic Frost with Circle of the Tyrant. What's your what's yeah. your what's your Celtic Frost takes? My notes on this uh, I was I was forgetting the song even as I was listening to it. It wasn't it really wasn't sticking <laughs> at all. Like the the sound was quite good. Like um, there's a lot of like murky, badly produced nonsense on this list. Uh, this was this actually sounded all right, um, yeah. and it was it wasn't mushy. Like you could hear the riffs, but I, I kind of didn't care. So yeah, it's uh, it it was very Venom esque and. Um... You're right. It is it, it? It's definitely clearer than than some of the other stuff on this list. I will take some of the the bassier, murky production that we're going to talk about over. There's some very <laughs> shrill shit on this list later. Like there's some like yes, it's like <laughs> yes, there is <laughs> stuff that like where you know who, the, the dude who mixed fucking Injustice for All is like, well, we should definitely listen to these albums first to get a sense of how little <laughs> bass should be on them. <laughs> To calibrate the speakers like um uh yeah this is another one that um i'm not as into celtic frost and i've i've listened to a lot of bands that are probably influenced by celtic frost so mm. that i like more than celtic frost the stuff that i've heard itself uh i feel like they're an important band but not yeah and yeah and y- this matchup is not great for them because they would have had to come out like they had, they need to fire the guns in order to take down Angel of Death, which they are not capable of doing. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it seems seems uh, it's it, it's tough when when you 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 rank anything against against Angel of Death, but um, that that's the one that has. But to go yeah, through, but here's it? the thing: I think I think more than last week's list, I think there's a chance for upsets. For a for a okay. lot of these, I think you'll see. I'll see what you think going forward. But yeah, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's see what the what's the next round. Uh, continuing with the big four, our number uh, the number three uh, seed is Megadeth. I chose P cells. This is another one that was very hard. Oh um, uh, yeah, it could have been a lot of songs, but the internet told me that P cells is the best fresh Megadeth song, so I went with that. And they're gonna, it's probably the best song on 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 P cells though, isn't it? It's probably the best song on that on that record. I like Good Morning slash Black Friday, but this this is probably wait, is the Wake one. Up Dead on that. Um, yeah, that's that's a goodie as well. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Uh, so we're gonna have P cells, and that's matching up against Annihilator in a real raining blood, rain and blood type situation. They have a song called Alice in Hell, which is off an album called Alice in Hell. Oh, if you can clever. see what they did it wor- there. It works on no levels. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... This is, oh. Yeah. Yeah, go go ahead and uh, talk on either of these bands, I guess. Well, let's talk about Annihilator for a minute. Um, like, I, I don't think I've heard anything else by Annihilator. I don't think I've heard anything else about them at all. But this was their... Like reading magazines in the nineteen nineties and stuff like it would talk about Annihilator and uh, they'd mention this. Uh, it's not very good though. Like it's this I, is this is one where if the vocals like an, it's were, like describing a nightmare or something. If the vocals were completely different, 
I think I would really like this. If the folk like if they changed what they were doing vocally and had a different vocalist. The lyrics the lyrics are rotten as well. Yeah. Like they're really bad. Well, <laughs> like they're really first take rhyming dictionary kind of Alice, what will you um do? What can we what rhymes with do? <laughs> Like, oh, are you feeling blue? This is genius. Like, <laughs> yeah. I am Nick Drake. Yeah, see, like, because musically, I think it's actually, like, really good. Like, I think the music... It's, is, got, it's got some riffs, yeah. It's, like, pretty awesome. But it needs to be about, like, war or some shit, and there needs to be, like, a different, like, vocally, it just needs to be different. The vocals, to me, really bring it down. The vocals, lyrics, all that tied together, like, bring it down. And when yeah. I thought for a second that it was going to be instrumental because it starts out like with like a minute and a half before like the singing starts, I was like, "Oh, this is pretty fucking, this is pretty sweet." And then we got into whatever nonsense bullshit they were talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that says P cells not not super rad of a song, in my opinion. <laughs> no, um, uh, like uh, they've they've done whole albums that have better songs than than, than this uh, obviously uh you know risk yeah. uh, bread lines <laughs> <laughs> featuring multiple no, but, but, covers like one with a the mousetrap <laughs> i think it's the way it's the go well, let's put out that record again maybe if maybe they didn't like the cover <laughs> maybe that's what people like <laughs> um <laughs> yeah um it's it's weird that the part the part you always think about is the peace salesman who's buying part, which is awesome. But that only happens like three minutes into the song. Like I forgot that that isn't like it doesn't have a standard song structure to its and it has no of course awesome it doesn't list, like riffs in uh, it. Well, it starts with the it starts with the bass. It starts with that cool bass sound. It's like oh, this is pretty good. And then Dave's vocals come in. And he's like, what what do, you, what do you mean? What what? Do you, what do you mean I don't believe in God? <laughs> what, what, what do you mean? <laughs> it's fucking, it's, it's his stand-up routine. <laughs> what is the deal with airplane food? Um, <laughs> hey, hey, it's still we the people, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, why Christ. he's not going to be elected president? Isn't that what <laughs> it's like? <laughs> I, I, I go to court when I have to. <laughs> Oh, it, it's, it's a hilarious song. <laughs> it's, yeah, um, but because it's like... What do, you, what do you mean about the sad wings of destiny? It's, it's really underrated, right? Yeah, that's when the song was six minutes long instead of five minutes long. <laughs> that was one of the verses. <laughs> um, so, not not perfect. <laughs> not the strongest contender. Already a little bit of a drop-off off of the first two. But yeah. we, just, we just spent a, lo- a, a while uh, shitting on annihilator a little bit so i'm assuming that you you're gonna go with p-cells as the better song i, I would I, I mean yeah it's 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 got some good riffs in it as well and uh, you know the, the and the end with the the p-cells but who's buying bit where it's where it all builds up that's cool that's cool i um, yeah it and, and there's like some harmonized lead stuff that's pretty cool in there so yeah i'm i'm comfortable with p-cells being better than a garbage annihilator cut um <laughs> moving on to the last of the big four. And yeah. I was going to say certainly not least, but I mean, imperatively the least. least of the big four. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, I, I'm, I like anthrax, but man. <laughs> <laughs> Provably least. Um, four seed anthrax. I went with it the song. It should really Co- be the big three, shouldn't it? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I went with uh, Cotton Amash. 
as opposed to <laughs> I am the law or uh, I'm the man or any of the ever notable <laughs> Amphrax songs. <laughs> the ones where they have jobs. <laughs> like, um, and we're going to go against, against the 13th seed, Machine Head, with Blood for Blood. Yeah. Um, well, let's do Anthrax first. Uh so yeah, th- this is um, this is better than I thought it was going to be because I-, I only like I said I only like the John Bush period of Anthrax. Um, Anthrax are a really good band; they write really good riffs. Joey Belladonna has a stupid voice. Jo- John Bush has a great voice; it it works better. Um, <laughs> but this is quite good. Uh, the backing vocals, all of which I think is either Charlie or Scott, uh, where they're screaming like, um, "Yeah, they ain't gonna live my life that way" or whatever it is. Uh, that kind of reminded me of uh, the Beastie Boys. I think that. Was that sounded like more of an influence yeah. than like there's more of more of that of an influence than than um, other thrash sure. bands, um, and it, where it slows down at the end, the riff is really heavy. Which I, I, I never think of this period of Anthrax as being heavy. I think of them as being frantic and fast, but not not having any weight. And, yeah, and they do, which is good to hear. Yeah, the production does them no favors because this is one where like. It's it's very thin, like it's like a very thinly yeah. produced song. Um, there is catchy bits in there. You're right that that guy's voice yeah, is the, like the, the, not the great. I think that's what <laughs> throws me off of Anthrax a lot. Is like he's just it's it's very cartoony. Like I can imagine a cartoon cat or something singing this song. Like it's very and like John John Bush could sing the same notes, but um, like it's not that it's high. It's it's that it's wee, wimpy and thin. Yeah. Like he's got a burly fucking voice, and if he hit exactly those same notes, that there's more frequencies in there, and yeah. it'd be, it would sound good. Um, also, the actual like kind of gang chanted chorus of like was like you know yeah what's going on Cotton Mosh is kind of weird against the music. Uh, yeah, it's the timing's kind of yeah, odd, isn't it's it? like sort of works. There's a bunch of these songs where there's like two, there's like a couple of. There's like too many words or too many syllables for <laughs> trying to put it in, and so it gets like real weird sounding because it's like they just didn't want to change the thing to make it work better. They're like, no, we'll just make it, we'll just do it, and so, um, so Cotton Mosh, I gotta say the surprise for me, because I I have not listened to a lot of Machine Head, um, and mm. the Machine Head that I listened to I think was that was a period where they didn't sound like this they weren't a thrash band anymore by the time it was right. like i heard yeah the, the first record's very thrash yes um uh, this song is fucking rad like blood for blood is a rad yeah. song like and it has like a bunch of really awesome like really hard sound like it sounds like really hard to play riffs like like kind of technical riffs it's i don't know it's fucking cool. yeah he, he can shred uh rob flynn even though he's a rhythm guitar player he's a like he's a dave mustaine level monster and they, they also like tune down to c sharp yeah. so they, these riffs sound fucking meaty as hell um this is also the so song yeah, that starts this... with uh a lot of um uh, just it's like a, one of the guitars dive <laughs> bombs right. to z and it goes really high and like pulls it up like and they do that for like over and over again oh yeah for, like, a and really then the drums time. come in and it just plays the fastest riff ever <laughs> over the top of them it's like this is amazing yeah. <laughs> um it's a, this starts really well uh, yeah, I love this. I love this whole record. Um, what was it called? Uh, Burn my eyes. Yeah. Um, I think Davidian would be the, which is the um, Let Freedom Ring of the Shot- Shotgun Blast. That's the opening track on that, which would probably be the the standard, um, like the more the more um, A440 pick. But Blood for Blood's great. 
Um, yes. So is Old and Death Church and almost anything off this record is, is fucking rad. But yeah, Blood really, especially the, the chorus of the Give Respect. <laughs> like, so fucking just yelled, just like fucking, it's just coming out of his bursting veins on his neck. It's amazing. Yes. So this is where I'm going to go with the upset and say that Blood for Blood superior the cotton wash would you agree well i'm yes i'm more familiar with blood for blood as well because i grew up listening to this and i didn't grow up listening to that anthrax so i'm like it, it, this is more like an old friend <laughs> so sure. um I, and it is a it's heavier and oh, that's not the only only quality but god damn it's produced really well i think it's um is it Scott Robinson? I think it's the guy that did Slipknot. It might not. Or Rush Robinson. It might be. It might not be. It could, could be. Um, I'm not going to look it up. I'm going to take your word for it. But it's an early early Roadrunner or Midnight's yeah. Roadrunner thing where, where they, were, they were making good sounding stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I oh, there's, there's a lot to like about Machine Head. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Especially this so record. I, let's, let's do it. Let's do the upset. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of upsets last last podcast. Let's get some upsets in here. I feel good about it. Um, <laughs> sure. Okay, so we've gone through the big four, and this is where now we're going to start getting... It's going to start getting weird. Um, the fifth seed <gasps> is Sodom with nuclear yeah. wear. Uh, matching up against our 12th seed, Witchery, with the Reaper. What are your thoughts? Okay, so Sodom, uh, I looked them up a little... Uh, this I've never heard anything by any of... Um, uh, Son- Sodom apparently part of the German big four uh das gross fear uh sodom uh creator uh destruction and a band called tankard uh who, who you mentioned before and i sent you a picture of them this week <laughs> facebook which look they look like if your uncle formed a thrash band <laughs> like they're all sitting around with their steins of beer <laughs> like grinning i'm like <laughs> i'm like if i could be in any german thrash band i'd want to be in tankard like, they seem like they have the most fun <laughs> like um, but sorry to return to Nuclear Winter by uh, by by Sodom. Um, let's see. Uh, the guitar sounded good at the beginning, but then all the drums come in and it all gets a bit murky. Yes. Um, so uh, uh, the vocals reminded me of Venom, which is quite good. Uh, oh, they, and and they use the chorus on the bass when it slows down. They have this nice sort of chorus sound. Um, I, this is written by the CIA. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> it is. They wanted Obviously. to prevent nuclear war by having. Out of obscure freshmen <laughs> write about how a nuclear winter is bad. I think they're anti-nuclear winter. I'm not sure. Sometimes they're pro. It, not it, clear. It, it, it's, not, it's unclear. <laughs> nuclear assault was like a little tr- clearer. Um, uh, this is another one of those joyless, sort of gray, thrash filler songs, I I, I thought. Wait, wait so which I one? I wasn't really taken with it. Uh, Sodom, I thought oh. it was very, uh, very yeah, sort it, of dull. Yeah, it it just sounds you know I mean? like a not as good version of other bands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah. Uh, it, like if you went to a stock footage website and get, can I get some thrash? Can I have? I'd like two pints of thrash. They give you this. <laughs> You'd be all right, fine. Yeah. Um, and then that's that's stacking up against Witchery, which I believe is a newer a newer act. The first. They, they sound like a new band because of the way the song starts. It, it, they. They sort of jerk the guitars around a little bit before the riff starts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's like a clunk and a there's like, are we recording yet? And then they go into the riff, which it sounds cool. And the production's great. So I, I assume that I didn't look it up, but I assume they're in your It's band. also like screamier. Like the the it's got yeah. like 
uh, some almost like black metal-y kind of uh, vocals. Um, I I think this track it's super short. It's really fast the whole time. I thought it was really fun. Like it reminded me of like definitely why you like fresh you know not the interminable like seven minute fresh songs but the idea of fresh <laughs> like your feeling about fresh in a song yeah so i'm fucking this, with and it. this has that um that that kind of riff where you do the open string and then a high note and then the open string and then another high note and it, that that you know I, i'm not describing it very yeah, well totally. but like if that that thing it's like oh that sounds great <laughs> like i love that yeah, and just the the ripper chorus, and there's like delay on it, and it's just it's out. It's like kind of funny, but it's also I don't know. It's rad. Like, uh, yeah, that that this is a much more fun song. I I like listening to okay. this. I I didn't enjoy the solo song, and I really did enjoy this. That's because so. it was too heavy. It was talking about nuclear winners. That's bum out, you know. <laughs> yeah, I prefer the reaper. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever they're talking about. Yeah, they could be talking about anything. The the pepper, like it could be any kind of re- you don't know. Um, so I can guess which direction you're gonna go for the the winning song on here. But why don't why don't you let the people know? I I, I think we, we sound like probably in agreement. The the witchery is uh, gonna edge out Sodom. I in, think in this so. Case. Um, I think there's a reason why you only see Sodom either in old photos from bands at the time or like. <laughs> <laughs> or people who are just like really, really into it, like really into the genre, because yeah. it's like it 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 feels like a band where you're like I I want more of this, and I'm okay. Yeah. If it sounds exactly like the other stuff. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot That's of hardcore right. bands I'm, like I'm that. Like, you know, I'm definitely like that with some things where I'm like, okay, but I've read everything by this guy, and this guy's not as good, but he does a similar thing. Yeah. So I'll read that. Yeah. You know, it's good, good enough. Yeah, there was a lot of like, um, I want to f- listen to Minor Fret, but I've gone through all the Minor Fret. It's like, all right, well, there's there's some upper pants <laughs> that sound pretty Minor Fret-ish. Like, it was like, yeah. not as good, but good enough yeah. to, to fulfill that. So, yeah, let's go um, Another Upset, um, Witchery, the, the Reaper moving on. So we're going to have, the next round is going to have double upset in this category. I take this. Um <laughs> That moves on to Dark Angel, The Burning of Sodom, which is I, I weird that we had a band called Sodom, and then it's immediately followed by a, a band that apparently didn't like the band Sodom. It's like The Burning <laughs> of Sodom. Um, so that's our sixth seed, Dark Angel. This is some real C-level fresh shit. And that's going up against mm-hmm. our 11th seed, Power Trip, Executioner's Tax, Brackets, Swing of the Axe. This podcast was recorded in June 2020. R.I.P. Riley Gale. Swing of the axe. What do, what do you think of Power Trip's uh, executioner's tax ball? <laughs> I mean, I like Power Trip a lot. Like, I just I just like them. I like those dudes. I like yeah. their riff. Um, I, the guy's vocals. He doesn't go. Yeah. He goes for like a half scream kind of yeah. thing. Uh, dig it. Um, again, a lot of tasty riffs in here. Like, I'm with it. No, so no solo. No solo. Uh, w- weirdly, no solo on that song. It's it's you don't notice it unless you unless you get get it for rock band and play along with it and go wait. I thought there'd be a solo. <laughs> yeah, where I thought someone would dive bomb out of it. Um, what did you think of Dark Angel? Um, so I was surprised because I hadn't heard anything about them, and it's it sounds great. Like the yeah. the the sound of it is heavy and dark and kind of like upsetting, and it's a huge and fucking meaty sound. Uh, 
and then it gets goes really fast. But the the vocals sort of again sort of let it down a little bit because this tries to be sort of. Um, I think the singing tries to keep keep pace with the song in a way that he's singing really, really fast and trying to fit lots of words in, and I don't really like that. Yeah. It sounds a bit like a rubbish hardcore song. <laughs> like, yes, there. Um, I think he would have done better to ease, to kind of li- kind of lean back a bit and not go as. Don't land every syllable on every fucking double bass drum beat. That's mental. Don't do that. Yeah, th- this definitely is a situation where I- I'll say this. I like this. This is this is a little bit. There's a little bit of a, like a Kmart slayer kind of aspect to this but yes um but i'm okay with that because i actually i actually enjoy this a lot but this is definitely one of those bands i was talking about where he wrote words and then (laughs) the they're like cool we're gonna play this at like 300 beats a minute or whatever and he's like this is really hard this is really hard to sing these words this many words that fast like (laughs) but he never thought I should rewrite it. Like, he's just like, I'm no. gonna, you know what, I'm going like, to gut this out. And then... D- deep breath. <laughs> and then it was clearly very hard, and there's just a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, <laughs> like, just trying to get it yeah. in there. Um, it does make me wonder if, if there's other Dark Angel stuff's good, because, uh, like I said, it sounded... Sounds great. Like, And I haven't... Uh, I haven't heard another band sound quite like that before. It's like... Just before they really figured out how to make thrash sound clear mm-hmm. and not murky, this isn't this isn't super murky, but it's it like thrash wouldn't sound like this now. Yes, but it's still good. There's still like something cool about it. Like, yeah, I mean, and this is from a, an it. album that came out like yeah, it came out in '86. Yeah. So at the time, that's right. This must have been like an album that probably crushed just because like it is it is really fucking fast. Like it is like cr- it's crazy yeah. fast for right now there's another band coming up that we'll talk about that was also like sh- i felt like shockingly fast for the time like like yeah when you consider this this came out the same year as rain and blood and master of puppets so it wasn't like ripping off the, those records it was, it was, you know, it, it was obviously extremely influenced by slayer but yeah. not by their masterpiece landmark record by like fucking hell awaits and stuff yeah um like if if there hadn't have been Rain and Blood, this is probably what we'd be talking about. You know, what I mean, like if Slayer just put out two records and that was it, Dark Angel might have been the band. You know, yeah, which is pretty wild. Um, I mean, there's a, there's definitely yeah. again around the time that they're putting out Rain and Blood, like if Dark Angel, this is what they got, and then you know Slayer puts out an album that's got like Rain and Blood, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Rain and Blood and it. like Angel of Death. <laughs> And you can, I, like, I don't know if this came out first, but you could see them like say this came out in February, and Metal Magazine's being like, "Holy shit, album of the year, well done!" And then two weeks later, <laughs> it's, like, oh, fuck. Comes out. Oh, it's like, oh, always the bridesmaid, Dark Angel. Um, <laughs> so this is, I mean, this is. Would you say this is closer than you would think it would be? I this mean, is really close. I want, I want to put um, Power Trip up there just because. Um, this, it just this record it's more fun it's it's i just prefer the song i like power trip a lot but i'm surprised at how much i like dark angel especially because i'm learning that i don't really like a lot of old thrash because it, it can be a bit serious and not fun yeah or it's too goofy and, yeah and yeah then, and you're like <laughs> Some of that you're like too out. goofy or not goofy enough they don't tread a line i i will co-sign power trip going ahead but i will say that that it was tough because I actually yeah. really liked the song and yeah I want to check out more Dark Angel um and I have a moment because I think they're one of the bands that surprised me because I think based off the the name which sounds like you would think 
a death metal or thrash metal band. Like it's like one of those bands where it's like out of a generic name. I just assume yeah. they wouldn't be good. And it's like there's already right. like a Morbid Angel and like there's like a bunch of like Oop. bands that have a similar ish kind of name and it's like uh I bet this isn't gonna be great. And it's like, oh shit, I should have fucking checked this album before it's free right. It's pretty good. Uh speaking of okay. surprises and bands that were fucking fast like way faster than I anticipated, um our seventh seed is Creator. Pleasure mm-hmm. to Kill. This is like some almost death metal shit. Like this is like death metal dudes are like, what if it was a slightly crazier than Creator? And then Yeah. Nuclear assault, critical mass. This fulfills a lot of fresh stereotypes about like it really, what if, it really what does, if yeah. we talk about how the environment is in trouble? <laughs> Did you see the the album cover for um, the album that this is on? With, Planet uh, Earth. It's, <laughs> it's like fucking with, yeah, with, with a stamp that says "Handle with Care" <laughs> across the <laughs> across the planet. It's the most. Ah, uh, when thrash does the environment, it's. You can, you can tell Nuclear Assault are concerned about the ozone layer. <laughs> this is so wild. So, um, so I definitely have a strong lean on this um, because I think Critical, I personally, Nuclear Assault is another band that I've seen the patches around and I don't think I've ever heard a Nuclear Assault song before I picked the consensus favorite Nuclear Assault song. And well, if you've not heard "Hang the Pope," I've not heard "Hang the Pope." Was is that better than this? Well, it's it's goofier. This is <laughs> this is a little more serious. "Hang the Pope," I think, is them talking about religion. I think yeah, it's, I, would I think guess. it works. I think that's. The... No. I, I think they they tackle the thorny issue of Catholicism. Um, I don't know what what did you what did you think of. Let's go with Creator. What did you think of Creator? I'm assuming Creator is not a band that you've listened to a lot. I've not not listened to anything by them. Uh, no, there's a lot, lot of roto toms, a lot of those boom boom <laughs> like roto <laughs> fucking toms. A lot of them. Uh, this felt like a very sub Slayer. Um, yeah. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing. Like I imagined if um, if Tom Array was singing this, it would be like, oh, this is this is all right. Um, I, I put pleasure. A better title would be Pleasure to Turn This Off, but that's that's actually unfair. That's not. That's not <laughs> It's not okay. Um, it, it's all right. Like th- this is okay. Um, you you were into. Uh, you, I'm a little more it into a... it, I think, than you. Also, I think it is fast to the point of almost like there's almost blast beats in it. Like the first like okay. main riff, like is like pretty much a like it's getting right edging right towards a blast beat, which is one of the reasons that I think between this and the slasher imagery of it. I could see this being a band that, like, again, like Cannibal Corpse or something might have, like, dudes from that band. I'm making assumptions here. But, the, like, so part of it is, like, I think there might be an influential thing to this that it's, like, pretty extreme sounding, even if it's, like, from a craft standpoint, you're right, is, like, definitely indebted to Slayer and a little, like, Slayer ish. Yeah. But I think they're trying to up it, and I could see this bleeding into next week's, sh- like, show where we talk about. Mm like actual death metal bands. I'm sure creator patches were on those dudes jackets, you know? <laughs> um, so I was like kind of with it and it's, it's, you know, it feels like the kind of like, uh, the serial killer vibes. It's, it's real. It's real fresh shit. The th- yeah. It, it is very fresh. The thing uh, is, did you like assault. nuclear assault more than you like this sub? <laughs> uh, I think, uh, 
I mean, I didn't, I didn't love either of them. Um, Nuclear Assault because I, I like the bass in it. Um, uh, you, you, the bass stands out because it's Dan Lilka from from Anthrax, so it's like I'm famous. <laughs> There's going to be more bass in this. <laughs> and then, um, and that you can hear the kind of the brutal truth, kind of like he went on to, to brutal truth after this, and you can kind of hear that a little bit. And I quite like brutal truth, so I'm like, oh, this is this part of this, uh, like. I think I preferred Nuclear Assault, but there's not much in it, to be honest. And, you know, the, the creator might be a better thrash song, uh, if, if, I'm, if I'm being sort of objective. Uh, whereas Critical Mass, I think, might, is, is more, probably edging towards more hardcore. Yeah. Or or even when, whatever, Brutal Truth are kind of a death metal band, aren't they? So yeah. it's almost like they're playing death metal without death metal vocals. So. Yeah, and this is, um, I mean, in some ways we're really like, I mean, this is a due diligence that we do on the podcast because we're having a deep discussion <laughs> about something that's definitely going to lose to Angel of Death in the next round. <laughs> like, it's like, really, just leave this leave this bracket blank if we wanted to. But um, it, if you want, if you think Nuclear Assault should like edge out Creator, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with I, it. Well, I I preferred it, but to be honest, not much in it. Um, and Creator's really fast. So, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I'd go nuclear assault just because. Okay, let's do it. Let's just that, that. That also represents something else within thrash, which is it's not just Slayer. It's it's uh, that uh, environmental, <laughs> slightly awkward. Kind yeah, of if because um, they, they do that very well. If if Blacken had been better produced. There's a case to be made that while it's not, I don't think it's Metallica's best song at all. It fulfills more of like the stereotypes of Fresh. Oh yeah, and it's like, and it like it rips hard enough that you can see it put on this list just to purely like they're talking about the environment and they're like and, and yep. it's really fast and it's like or pretty fast comparatively. It's not. No, I fast. I think and just this thrill is more of a thrash album than um, it, it, it ticks more boxes for thrash than Master of Puppets does. Uh, Master of Puppets is a better album. Uh, but and Justice for All is more like a thrash album. Like if if you just like consider exactly what thrash is, that somehow and Justice for All checks more boxes. It does. It's <laughs> just than, than it's Master Puppets does. It's just not it's as just good. Like <laughs> ridiculously not as good. Okay, last last of the 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 first round brackets. This is our eight seed versus our ninth seed. This is some like arguably it's weird that I put Sodom and like. Dark Angel and a bunch of C-level thrash bands, like, higher than these. Because these are the two, I'd say, B-level. Yeah, These they, are the more, like, well-known. Uh, one of them only because yeah, if, a member of Metallica was in it. But, like, still, like... Like, if it was the big six, these would be the next two. Yes. So our eight seed is is Exodus with Toxic Walt. <laughs> and the ninth seed is Testament. <laughs> With practice what you preach. It's funny that Exodus feels real like Anfraxy and Testament feels like real like poor man's Metallica on these songs. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. it's like, uh, it's really just like, yeah, there's a lot of biting going. Like a lot of like going, each band going as another band for Halloween kind of vibes. Like <laughs> Exodus is Toxic De- Walls is kind of an Anfrax song and, you know, et cetera. Yeah, pra- practice what you preach really does sound like... Um, 
uh, like a Metallica, especially the vocals. Again, yeah. it's it's that that's what separates all these all these bands. This guy sounds a lot like Hetfield. And oh, I think he's if trying gonna, if so he's gonna, hard. <laughs> if, if you're gonna sing rather than bark or scream or do whatever, then sounding like Hetfield is probably the best thing you can do. So I think you know full marks for for that. He he sounds good as well. He doesn't sound like uh, you don't you don't listen to this going. I'd rather be listening. To, well, you kind of rather be listening to Metallica, <laughs> but you know it, it's not like. What a shitty choice! This is distracting from the song. It's like, no, it's good, good work. That's that part's good. Yeah, it's just not a great song. It's it's all right. The riffs are riffs are all right. Um, yeah, good um, backing, good gang backing vocals. I think it works really well on this. Whereas some of them, like some, it sounds a bit goofy or wrong or, or doesn't right. work on some some songs. That the the practice what you preach kind of thing that sounds yeah. good. Um, th- that, I think that's all I have yeah, on, this, I would, on this song. <laughs> yes. Um, I agree with all that. And I do actually, I and maybe this comes down to personal taste. I enjoyed this more listening to it because I like Metallica more and I like Anthrax than listening to yeah. Toxic Waltz, which um, was too Anthraxy for me, I believe. Like, it was like fine, <laughs> but the vocals were like, I just couldn't couldn't get into it what it's what are you th- fucking <laughs> hilarious and awful it's really bad here's a new dance that's sweeping the night like bury those make sure we can't need these lyrics it's called a toxic world so doing devastation oh don't don't make me listen to this i sent you that uh the michael scarn office <laughs> video <laughs> where yeah. he's, he's do- you dance to the left and you do one <laughs> and you shake that hand you dance to the right and you shake that hand it's the same song <laughs> i mean you know, there's something about dance songs that are hilarious. I like that the I, it's really funny to me that they're like, we should definitely write a land of a thousand dances style, like or like electric <laughs> slide style, <laughs> like it's what Fresh needs. <laughs> he gets into like the second verse of like, I don't know. We pretty much described it. Um, people aren't doing the mashed potato anymore. That's not cool. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? People are like, you know, yeah. Everyone was sobbing to thrash before we came along and introduced them to the fucking toxic waltz. Like, these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. They, and the tone, the tone is fucking horrible. Like, it, it's, I don't know if they're using, like, crate amps or something like that. There's some, there's some real, like, uh, like, if someone said, "Do you think this is made with solid state amps?" Like, j- just by listening to it, be like, "Yes, that that sounds like just a PV kind of like some some practice amp kind of stuff." It, it sounds the guitar tone is it's dreadful. Aw- it's awful. There's no bass, and the the record itself was mastered in such a way that, like, when I put it on a playlist, and it got to the song, it tr- the volume dropped to such a degree that I was like, "Oh, they're doing that thing where there's like really quiet guitars <laughs> before like everything kicks in." <laughs> And then it just never kicked in. Like, it never got any loud. Like, the rest of the band came in. It was, like, equally as quiet as it was before. I was like, oh, shit. All right, let me fucking pump this up. And then Testament came on. It was, like, went back to being loud. And I had to, like, turn it down real quick. It was, yeah, it was a bad scene. So they yeah, fail in all um, aspects from production and pastoring to songwriting and <laughs> content it's every aspect of exodus is terrible should i have put flotsam and jetsam or something in the spot is there like i don't know um <laughs> or maybe something off of um like bonded by blood but exodus is supposed to be good um this is the one that the internet said was the thing that's the thing is i defaulted to the internet 
Like, uh, you know, I can only do so much. I only... uh, no, I, I, I know <laughs> what you mean, but, but like, I'm I'm not a huge fan of Testament or Exodus, so I wouldn't really know which songs to pick. Um, I know that Bond Bond was very well well regarded, but it's one of those like really early thrash albums, so it might be you know a load of murky bullshit that's actually not fun to listen <laughs> to. Um, Testament, there's a better song on, the, on this record called uh, Nightmare Coming Back to You, which is two minutes long. And it's just like super fast. Should have done that. Good. But this, I feel uh, like, is the thing, again, I never Press What You Preach is more, but that's more typical. It's more like what they, they sound like. And it, I think this is a seems to be a pretty good Testament yeah. song because I've heard some other stuff and not really liked it. Yeah, much, so. I, I wonder if looking back on this now, I, I feel good about the Testament pick, the Exodus pick. I feel like... There's a couple of bands, like, you mentioned some of them, and, and you know, there's some also bands, like, Flotsam and Jetsam, or mm-hmm. the weirder ones, like, Vavoid or something, probably yeah, could yeah. have put them on this list instead of Exodus, but then people, no one listens to this podcast, but if anyone listens to this no, podcast, they'd no, be like, what about Exodus? And it would be like, yeah, but Exodus is terrible. <laughs> they are, though, aren't they? Like, I can't, I can't, I can't find anything that I've liked by Exodus. I've, I've dug in a little bit, but... I just, I'm just, I'm not the guy who likes Exodus. I also honestly feel like if Kurt Hammond hadn't been in Exodus, I don't think we would have heard of this band. I don't think this band would have been shit. Like, right, right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. would they have been as well known as Dark Angel if there wasn't like a famous dude who was in them at one time? You know, it's a real like, there's a band called Alcatraz and the only reason you've ever heard of Alcatraz is because fucking like Randy Rhodes is in them before he fucking like play with Ozzy. <laughs> it's like no one... You, People ask what the famous guy was doing before he was in a famous band, and he has to tell them the other band he was in. Like, other than that, his fucking Exodus has like yeah. not done anything to like fucking endear themselves. Anyway, that's a long way around to say I guess Testament wins this. I mean, this is another one oh. that could be left blank. <laughs> like, to be quite yeah, uh, uh, this. Uh, I mean, this is Toxic Wars is pretty awful, <laughs> but. Um, Testament's good, but it's it's not great. There's uh, there is quite a lot between this. It's obviously Testament, but <laughs> yeah, um, it's not like I'm like yeah, fucking Testament. They rule. That's like they're all right. Look, you can all... <laughs> and ex- Exodus apparently are terrible. Hey, hey, you. This is an exercise of picking between two things, and if it's two, yeah. and if the two things are like piss, like piss soup and a shit sandwich, you still have to pick one. Like you know, it's a two party system. True like, enough. So, we're <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, like it's like okay. So, we did it. This is, as per our last episode, we really made a meal out of that first round. We'll try to go a little faster in subsequent rounds here. Um, so, this is round two. Start again. Um, of our top seed, Metallica's Battery versus Testament's Practice What You Preach. So, this is the battle of people sounding like James Hatfield <laughs> on the microphone. <laughs> It's like two, two. Who's who's the best Metallica out of Metallica and Testament? <laughs> I mean, we don't have to spend a lot of time on this one. I feel like the answer is pretty self-explanatory. No. Like, you know. I mean, like when the Testament guitar player retired from from doing thrash and became a jazz guitarist, I remember the scene just ended. Oh no, wait, no, it didn't at all. No, that's that's not what happened. Yeah, this is a real like. Which is the better jeans? Uh, like Levi's or like Kirkland branches. <laughs> like, yeah, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and use the one that's synonymous with jeans and that. Uh, yeah, not the one synonymous with like grape juice or like crackers. <laughs> yeah, so uh, bad, bad, 
battery it is. We will ba- ba- talk battery about battery then, yeah, right? <laughs> we'll talk about battery at in length at some point. Um Okay, so skipping, let's go to um Witchery the Reaper versus Machine Head Blood for Blood. Uh, this is tough. Um, I'd, I'd be tempted to pick Machine Head. I'm just more familiar with it. It's just like uh, if I, I think if I, I listen to Witchery more, that I might grow a, uh, grow more more of an appreciation for them. But um, I'd go Machine Head. Yeah, here. this is this what is a weird think? one because they're both good, and they're, I would listen to mm. either of them right now. If you're like, hey, let's listen to one or two, one or both of these songs. So it's not it's yeah. not like a real it's not a battery practice what you preach situation where there's like a no, clear winner. No. You know, they both do different things. Witchery is just like <sighs> sub three minutes fast as fuck yelling like and Machine Head is like crazy awesome Grander. riffs and shit, right? Yeah. It's a, and oh. you know, it's more involved and complex and has a bunch of like stuff happening and it like mm. it's fucking so it's like kind of scratches a different itch, right? Mm, it, it does. Yeah. They're hard to compare. But we um, have to compare them because that's our jobs right now. Um, I am I am good with the Machine Head pick, too, because I think it's more involved. And I think if a component of Thrash is, to a degree, um, at a certain point, being mm. like, but we can really play. Like, that's what the guitar solos <laughs> are about. Like, the riffs are, you know, it's like everything. There is a bit of a, like a... Like that measuring contest aspect of things, you know, that's how you get Injustice for All and it all their songs being <laughs> like nine minutes long and having too many riffs. Like it's like, yeah, we can look at this. Look how mathy this is. It is. Uh, and this is a but this is an example of that, but not too far. Like Injustice for All is, is kind of the logical end point of like, yeah, but what if we just kept doing that? If like, well it would be dreadful. <laughs> like is is the reason. Yeah. Um but Bluffalo is like, yeah. A, a restrained version of that, whereas The Witchery is really good. Another band that are similar to, to Witchery, I think, are uh, Skeleton Witch, do, do a similar sort mm-hmm. of, like, um, short, um, like, they're thrash, thrash, thrashy, deathy, um, sort of, but, like, almost punk influence. They're kind of a yep. little more verse-chorus-verse, keep, keep keep it together a lot more. I, I really yep. like them, and it's a shame to kick them out at this point, but... Um, yeah, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think I, I think I think Machine Head. Yeah, because I I, I think and there's you know there's bands bands like Noisem and stuff like that that do that where it's mm. like we like Slayer but we also like punk rock and all all songs should be kind of short yeah, and we yeah. just need to get to the point and not have like the digressions or the all the halftime bits or like you know all the kind of start stops it just needs to rip and circle we got a circle pit and like do this <laughs> and I love that shit but yeah let's go let's go. Blood for Blood, just because it has a little, little more to chew on, and uh, will yeah. make more, more interesting conversation. I think in the next round. Um, all right, so uh, old school Megadeth, P cells versus the new school Power Trip, Executioner's <sighs> Axe. It's time to make some tough. This, this is this is pretty tough because <sighs> if it was a different Megadeth song. I think I'd be like, well, Megadeth. Like, if if it was peace, not if it was peace else. If it was a uh, uh, Hangar 18. Yeah. If it was uh, Holy War Wars, slash if it was anything, Rust in Peace. Dot dot dot. Question marks. <laughs> um, if it was Dawn Patrol or Brackets, if it was, comma. <laughs> 
if it was uh, Doom Patrol. If <laughs> Doom Patrol live, live, <laughs> do, do the mole impression, Dave. <laughs> if um, <laughs> if it was uh, oh, my darkest hour, the, the song the that started started <laughs> me making fun of Dave Mustaine's voice. Um, uh, it was mechanics or whatever. <laughs> like. <laughs> What if I take this Metallica oh. song and I'm, that I wrote that, and, but make it much stupider? It's like, yeah. I can't <laughs> <do that>. like, <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Um, I want to go power trip. To be honest, um, I know it's it's it feels like I'm being contrarian by kicking out one of the like one of the most important thrash metal bands at this stage. But damn, that power trip song's fucking great, and like thrash or um certainly like thrashy type music is still being made now and some of the some of the stuff that's being made now is a lot better than the stuff that was being made then so i'd i i kind of want to go let's do it let's do it let's go power trip this is we're gonna get if people listen to this and commented on stuff then they would yeah we're getting our shit about it but they don't the robots (laughs) don't care what we pick they're gonna be subscribed either way all right, yeah, power trip. I agree. Like, let's do it. I think, um, yeah, it may have suffered a bit from song selection. I think it would be harder if there was if we had a, one of the more complex proggy kind of Megadeth songs, or if we had yeah. picked a super hit that wasn't super flashy but was like Sweaty Bullets or something, where you're like, I don't know, yeah. should we really like kick Sweaty Bullets out at this point? You'd be like, you know, that's the thing, but. Try and pick something from the freshest album, might have hamstringed yeah. them a little bit. But I, I think that's the thing as well. Like I'm, I don't love the piece piece sales record. It's it's good, but it's not. It's not really my my. It's not what I like about Megadeth. Yeah. Um. Okay. So last of round two. Yeah. <laughs> this will be very short. We have uh, Nuclear Assault's Critical Mass versus Slayer's Angel of Death. Make the case for critical mass. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it. Why? Why do you believe that's a better song, Stephen? Uh, uh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> look. Everyone tried to stop um, nuclear salt from rocking, and they wouldn't accept it. You know, they filled in all the forms, and <laughs> they applied for permission to rock. <laughs> and the council said, <laughs> so "No." No, obviously fucking Angel of Death. I mean, it's, it's, it's Angel of Death. Like, Nuclear Assault were lucky to get this far. They were lucky to be creator in the in the previous round. Um, and if it was creator versus Angel of Death, this would also be Angel of Death, hands down. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. There's a bit of, like, both are Logwinded text, Testament and Exodus, like, just trying to, like, <laughs> like, fill out time or, like, us really splitting hairs on Pleasure to Kill versus Critical Mass. Is just like just just gonna lose. Like they're like it's like no matter who. <laughs> again, we could have just not picked a winner for either of those brackets. It wouldn't have made a difference it's, it's, at all. Like it's, it's the journey, not the destination. <laughs> um, okay. So final four: battery versus blood for blood. Uh. I, I like I love blood for blood, but I mean battery is is uh, it's the, it's it's your classic, uh, it's one of your classic thrash songs. Um, yes, yeah, I, I I don't I don't see us kicking out Metallica 
<laughs> like at, at the peak of their powers, uh, like sounding better than they've ever sounded. Um, oh, for Machine Head. Uh, to, to, to Machine Head, who I really love. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I I agree. It's one of those things where, it again, I, I will cop to Machine Head being like a giant surprise for me and me being really into the mm. song and really loving the riffs and stuff, but fucking battery. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I, I really like that Blood for Blood riff, but that battery riff is like, there's there's like a couple of riffs in battery that are like Hall of Fame guitar playing riffs, like that you're just like shit. I yeah, <laughs> and the, the really fast uh, lead that Kirk does before the second verse, I think after the first chorus, is this like blindingly fast like <laughs> little lead fill. It's like that's great. It's, that's <laughs> that's how it's supposed yeah. to sound. But no um, die bombing though. Um, but that's okay because our next uh, matchup has plenty of die bombing in it. Um, so we have executioners, uh, tax brackets, um, swing of the swing axe, of the axe <laughs> versus angel of death. This feels like another one where, uh, it's fucking, I mean, it's hard to, well, well done power trip for getting this far, but you can't fucking you can't vote <laughs> against angel of death. Like it's just, this is no. pre almost predetermined. And I hope that future our two future uh, brackets have more uncertainty in them because, like, mm. I do feel like it. This one in wow. last week's had like the number one and number two slots felt like destined to match yeah. up, and then have to have like a hard conversation about them because it's almost a reason why you do a bracket like this is because you're like, we have to have this, we have to have Angel Death in there, <laughs> we have to have Battery in there, and then. And then we need we need fourteen <laughs> other songs. So. And it's like we should pick an Afrax song and a Megadeth song, and and then and then so, get to the bottom of the internet to figure out some shit. Yeah. So it's come it's come down to what we'd expect, which is both songs from nineteen eighty six, uh, both like thrash <laughs> thrash classics. Probably the two the two that you would think of if you if you were thinking about this kind of uh, this kind of music. The the two best ones that you that you would consider. Um, without trying to be contrarian, the two most like generic, not generic, um, objectively, like yeah, that those are the two <laughs> kind of like yeah, um, yeah, and and really, um, it's the two sides of the it's there's kind of two schools of thrash really I think, mm. and I think this one's these two songs sum up people who like thrash deciding kind of like how to play the style of music. Because yeah. you have, and we we can actually have to get them now. So, battery. It's not the first time Metallica did this, but it solidified it. And to this day, bands do this, where it's like, okay, you have a song. You start <laughs> out with an acoustic part, and it builds up, and it gets heavier and heavier, and then you get into a fast part, and then you know, and it's fucking awesome, and then you do a yeah. halftime thing, and then you know, there's like some guitar solos, etc. And it's like. It is all of the fresh shit that people do, like crammed yeah. it, the best version of it crammed into one song. And it's uh, the chorus is quite catchy, mm-hmm. uh, and it, 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 it's yelled um, like you can join in with a battery yeah. part as a, as the audience. Like that's that that's cool. Uh, they don't do gang vocals over it, but they could. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like yeah, they stayed um, away from the, that. I think like Metallic, other than like 
Creeping Death or something, they don't do that kind of shit very no. often. It's like they did it once, and they're like, we got it. And then never yeah. did it again. I think it's to, to their benefit. I think they 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 sound classier than than those because they're not uh they're not like a a hardcore band they're not uh they're not, they're not a mob of, of of unruly oiks you know like that they do sound more um refined <laughs> like for, for a thrash well band. and i would say of the in in the thing that we're talking about too is is metallica had a sense of melody or has a sense of melody that yeah. like I think a lot of the songs on this list were missing even when they were ostensibly sung as if they could be pop songs or they were sung like, you know, like hard rock songs. Yeah. Batteries is catchier. Like, it's just like... It is. It just... Like, every part is... Catch- there's no parts where you're like, ah, oh, there's too many words in there or that's kind of an awkward... Like, even if it's a slightly awkward timing from a musical standpoint, like the placements of batteries during the the chorus are like not where you would expect them to be sometimes, but still like fucking works. Like it still feels right. And like, doesn't ever, it's not jarring or like awkward sounding the way some of the bands that didn't make this list. And some of the bands that even did make this list would pepper things in where you're just like, Oh, that's just tricky to be tricky. Or that's just like poorly Mm. thought out. Right. Like, um, so I think battery is the best example of like the more kind of, you can't say pop, but the more like the catchy, the hard rock yeah. inspired, like new wave of British heavy metal kind of inspired stuff. Yes, definitely. And then you go uh, to the I other think. side of the coin, which is like angel of death. Like this is a more punk and hardcore inspired thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, the, the sound is, um, much more, uh, brutal. Uh, and the to- the topic, I'm not sure what battery is actually really about, but <laughs> we, we kind of know what Angel of Death is about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, you can you can. He's intelligible. Like, you can yep. see, you know. Uh, and this the, again, this is this is Slayer doing uh, w- kind of what what they do best. Really, just playing incredibly fast. Um, it's that the scream at the beginning, Tom <laughs> Ray, just like that that fantastic scream. It sounds. It sounds almost um, uh, this. Uh, it sounds slightly effeminate when it when it first comes in and then it drops. <laughs> like it's like it sounds like it's gonna be like, help me, <laughs> but you're my only hope. But that but, but that's <laughs> what's awesome about it though is he does the high pitched scream, which is a metal metal yeah. frontman classic to do to be like, oh yeah, we gotta do the falsetto scream. And yeah. we didn't bring it up, but a bunch of bands on this list have moments where there's like a falsetto scream, <laughs> and you could tell the bands that could actually do it. First, yeah, Annihilator aren't one of those bands. <laughs> versus the bands that couldn't, because there's a couple of bands that try it, and it's like just completely drenched in reverb and like pushed way back in the mix. And some of the bands, it's like, oh, you couldn't, you couldn't get there. Like that was that's the right. auto tune of like crash production <laughs> the in the 80s it's just like yeah. sink into the mix put a bunch of reverb on it <laughs> like fucking tom maria like went in was like yeah and this davis were like yeah that's good <laughs> so <getting> perfect <laughs> one take <laughs> like uh, get in there yeah um so the, the differences between these two songs then um like i i think um batteries like uh really like uh well constructed, um, really poured over and thought over, like a a horror movie that's that's like high budget and is really 
uh, like shot really well and is, is made really well. And then Angel of Death's a fucking snuff movie. It's just so much more like upsetting <laughs> and like the guitar tone. Like the, um, they've got this. Um, I watched this YouTube video this week about British versus American distortion, and it's like, oh, this splits Metallica and and uh, 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 and and. Slayer uh, really well because the American distortion is, is what you more think of the Messer, mm -hmm. uh, slightly scooped, um, thick, heavy sound, heavy sounding guitars, which sounds great when you detune. And it sounds great in battery, which I think is just an E. Uh, yeah. Like battery has amazing guitar sound. Mm -hmm. Like it's uh, and, and really hard to dial in yourself. You, you need like you need a proper producer to, to get this sound is, is hard. I don't think you can just buy a Messer C and hope for the best. I think like they've spent ages dialing this in and i looked at what they did for rain in blood and do you think you know just jcm jcm has turned all the way up with a tube streamer in front of it yeah that's exactly right that's 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 what that's precisely what they did and no reverb and no reverb means that it sounds like it's right next to your head <laughs> like it's the riffs are the riffs are coming right at you um and, and like and Marshall's obviously sound very different from um from Messer's like yeah. Marshall's are slightly more wilder like not scooped kind of like just kind of all over the place um so th those are the kind of two big differences between these 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 two uh th this it's, it's the the production and, and the the sound of the guitars well, yeah and I think um, I think when you you you've hit on something with like the controlled versus kind of uncontrolled nature of the two bands because if you look at the way Metallica like tries to play like when they have solos and leads <laughs> Man, you can yes. see where i'm going with this i know that you're laughing but like those are very like constructed like not to say that like kurt hammett didn't wing it but like fun the fundamentals of like metallica guitar solos is all like you know it's all shredding based off of kind of like music theory and like scale fast yeah. scales and like that kind of shit, right? Sometimes it sounds vaguely classical, you know. Later on, it became more bluesy, which you could, I could take or leave, but you know what I'm saying. Well, like, yeah, uh, but it always sounds like it sounds like he could repeat this. It sounds like he knows what he's doing, uh, <laughs> and it sounds m more or less melodic, even if it's not something you, even if it's not a melody you particularly care. Yeah, totally. And then <laughs> Slayer come in, and both both Kerry King and Hanneman both are like. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> like, it's just, it's like, oh, is, it, is it time to do a solo? Okay. <laughs> How about this? Woo! <laughs> Highest notes. I'm going to play some nonsense. If I get into trouble, I have a get out of jail free card. And that is to hit a harmonic and just die bomb. <laughs> it's just be fine. It's totally fine. Like, and it's not like the entire solo is like that. But quite a lot. Probably more than half of it is stuff that you're like, okay, do it live. Okay, different solo, I guess, because I can't I remember what I did. Yeah, it's some jazz shit. Like, it's just it's like freeform jamming. Like, um, and it sounds. It doesn't. They don't do that with the riffs. The riffs are absolutely nailed in place, but yeah, fuck it, and, yeah the solos are just <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that, and, and, and yes, the solos are like crazy. That's a, that is the thing though. Both of these bands ha write like iconic. Well, like the 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 big songs, the big hits of them, yeah, are iconic riffs that are like get stuck in your head that are their own kind of like earworm, like you know, like battery. I mean, Metallica has like a million of them, but battery like has yeah. like multiple riffs that like get stuck in your head. Angel of Death is like the iconic, fast. I mean, 
as one of those things where you just think of the opening riff of that and you want to like fucking break a bottle over your head and like start <laughs> like fucking f- fight club or some shit like you're just into it you know um yeah and so like this is a long way around us not picking a winner but it's it's one of those things where i mean they're e- they're different but equal in a lot of ways because they're so different you know if you're trying to pick two songs yeah. that are very similar you know then th- well uh, yeah this is this is it it's it, these are it's it's so tough to pick between them um in terms of like which is which could beat number of the beast in the next round kind of thing you know oh uh, we got like we got multiple weeks before we get to them picking like but yeah you have to think about it like what is going to be I mean, I, I like I prefer Angel of Death to Battery. I think uh, like overall, um, but they're both so good, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, I like ah. Oh, I'm just thinking both records as well because they both have a similar sort of issue where the other songs on the records are nowhere near as good as the like Battery Master of Puppets, and then a big drop off, and then similar for uh, Angel of Death drop off, and then pick up for for Raining Blood at the end. Like that's. Like, uh, but they both, they both sound. The records sound great all the way through. They sound the same all the way through. Like they, 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 they have this, the production that we just went over in a lot of detail. Yeah. That is the entire record sounds like that. Um, so they both, they both have the, the joy of all, all, all of that. Either the, th- complicated messer, heaviness or the, punk rock upsettingness of, of, of Slayer all the way through both records. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's, it. Uh, it's such that they're both considered classic records, despite a worse than ACDC uh, um, like hit hit ratio. <laughs> oh yeah, you know like I mean? yeah, Rain of Blood. I mean, we've I know we've talked about this in other fucking podcasts too, but you're right. It's there's two like Hall of Fame songs, and then like an additional ten songs that are like blur together. And I just like yeah. it's like oh, criminally insane. Okay, like. <laughs> cool like i mean they're, they're good it's like they're, they're good but i slayer like when sounds dumb but they're better when they like really take the time to write some songs like like south of heaven and and uh seasons of the abyss are full of fucking songs and they're they're great they're better records than rain and blood in my yeah. opinion but but rain, the and, blood, then you, rain and blood has a starter and an ender that you're just like uh, yeah well if done, i could fantastic. write something as good as that uh, you know then you'd be set yeah and the same thing with like you know yeah i mean we've talked about metallica before that like start to finish ride to lightning is a better objectively better yeah. record there's just like more good songs on yeah it's got trapped under ice on it that's <laughs> a skate on it. um it's like um <laughs> really like escape <laughs> i i like i like pretty much all of like i I, I think it's just it's just Call of Cthulhu that's that's kind of the that is the one that and, is, yeah that is the and like, I think it's still better than Orion um, <laughs> so. and there's way more filler on um on Master of Puppets but Master of Puppets yeah. sounds so much better it's one of those things that's like I kind of alluded to before like Fight Fire with Fire is set oh, yeah. up as is has the exact same format as Battery. Mm, it does, doesn't it's, it? Yeah, it, it's it just starts it's, with an acoustic, acoustic intro thing. In Although in that, it, they do a little more of a build up with battery, but it starts with an acoustic thing, gets into a fast, fresh song. I can't like you know, and so it's like 
as a starter. And the chorus, were, the chorus is the halftime feel as yeah, well. Yeah, so they like have it, but between this like refining some parts of it and the better production and just mm. probably being like a tighter unit, battery just feels like that thing, you yeah. know. Um, so okay, we've we've crunched some numbers. We've we've talked around it. I this is really this is really hard. I mean, I would I would make the case for battery based off of the fact I'm going to do a little bit of legacy building. Um in that <laughs> I think even beyond metal, there's stuff that Metallica mm. has done and I think battery is an example of it that like guitar players just even outside of their own genre use. Like I feel like once Metallica became a thing and broke through that kind of tone and palm muting and all that, like people just started using that in punk and like other, like, I feel like I, I, I don't know. I credit oh, them a yeah, little bit yeah. with like popularizing some stuff. And I think Metallica, I remember in the nineties, like even the punks who said they didn't like metal, like listen to Metallica, <laughs> and, like lied about it or whatever. Right. Like, yeah. In, I don't Slayer didn't break through in that way. I feel like until later, at least in my circle, like um, I feel like Metallica had a bigger reach, and I think like songs like yeah. Battery and Battery is indicative of a song. I, songs that I think reach people beyond um, the kind of metal community, which is why eventually Metallica became the biggest band to come out of you know those extreme scenes. You know, yeah, that that's. That's fair. I think the the only sort of um, uh, the only thing that Slayer I think have better than Metallica in terms of their like career outside of outside of these two songs, um, they continued to make really good records and Metallica didn't. Sure. Uh, Metallica ran away from I'll, what they did at a certain point, yeah. and Slayer S- just doubled down on it. Right. Yeah, they did that. They did that Diabolicus in Musica, which wasn't very good, and then they just came back and were like, "Yeah, but what if it was still 1986?" And then just like rep- Repentless and all the other stuff they've done have been just been like, "Yeah, we're, we're Slayer, and we and this is what we do." Um, and yeah, and, and even even when they even when the, the recorded stuff after um, after Jeff Hanneman died and recorded with Gary Holt from Exodus, um, it to- still sounds. Remember like Remember when they put out Toxic Walls Part Two? Remember that when that came out? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> um, yeah, Slayer, uh, Slayer are only really known uh, within the metal community, and, and Metallica are known beyond that. That's so uh, that's reasonable. I mean, if, 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 if no, the this, this two songs are so good that we're having to use kind of external yeah. things to kind of make, make this decision. But tri- so that's tri- triple, triple devil's advocate, though. <laughs> Um, at the same time, though, if we're just talking about Frash songs, now I'm arguing against myself, which is weird. But if we're just talking oh, no, about Frash this... songs and the Frash genre, would Slayer has Slayer usurped Metallica as the premier, like what people think of as like for Frash, is a question. I don't know. Like musicians wise, um, like people who play Frash or like love Frash. Do you think they still are just like first four Metallica albums? That's that's the shit, and then uh, then some Slayer or like you know. 
it's hard to say because um, it depends on what sort of thrash. If it's if it's that hardcore punk influenced thrash, then it's Slayer. If it's the more if it's Machine Head, like that's that's more Metallica influenced because it has the complicated yeah. like multiple parts. Um, uh, I don't know. What, like, even if you consider like like a uh, Power Trip, um, probably sound more like Metallica than they than they do Slayer. Right. But I think. yeah, it, so I guess it's weird. It, it comes back to there's the two different because then like a band like Noisem is definitely sounds like some like No Mercy era Slayer. Like like there's yeah, totally yeah, like it does. fucking dig that. Uh, so we haven't gotten uh, that, super far in the picking list. So you're are you still you still you still edging towards Angel I, of Death? I think I think I prefer Angel of Death, but I think Battery might be actually be a better song. Okay, <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> So are we gonna are we are we gonna say battery? Are we saying it? I could or? say I could say battery. I'd be happy with either to be honest, but I think battery is probably the that's probably the one. Yeah. Okay. We did it. We yeah. did it. That was hard. <laughs> so yeah, any any other thoughts before we wrap up for this? No, I, I'm I'm proud of what we've managed to accomplish today. I think, uh, man, there is a lot of garbage thrash though, isn't there? Like. Um, <laughs> there's some really good stuff out there uh, and some especially some newer stuff which is nice um but uh, damn there's like all that kind of really well respected you dig into it and it's like this gray boring kind of like oh yeah we, we got it thrashes that third megadeth album <laughs> we'll just we'll just we'll just do so far so good so what style oh, kind of, kind of yeah there's definitely there's definitely kind of like it seems like yeah like we're saying like People who either got like ride the lightning, or they got like spreading the disease or whatever, and were just like got it yeah. and just did that, or like you know again like the show no mercy like kind of like Slayer, and we're like yeah we're gonna do that, and there's like nothing special about it. There's just, like nothing right, extra. Right. There's like the riffs are pretty good, the vocals are either silly or not silly, and it's like just sort of like ugh. Um, yeah, I, I, it's hard to say like what's special about because even if you listen to the early Slayer stuff before Rain and Blood, where it's not quite as well made, it, the songs aren't still quite as good. There's still the spark about them that are like Hell Awaits is a good song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, <laughs> and I, I would say Metallica had that too. There's a, re- I mean, it's like oh, definitely. It's like Kill 'Em All isn't like as good as later things, and it's like it's still su- pretty fucking great though, isn't and it's it? Super <laughs> like a, some of it is super dumb, but it's also like. It still is like feels like better. There's just a natural. There's just better. Like the riffs are a little bit better, and the like hooks are a little bit mm. better, even if they're about dumber yeah. things than they ended up singing about. There's just like there's a little extra gear that the good bands have that like yeah. when we start getting into like the ones that are for completists, the people who love the genre <laughs> so much that they're like. Yeah, but we can't overlook Overkill's contribution to things or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but I can, though. You know, we, we could totally do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. We could absolutely do that. We'd super, lose nothing. Super easy for me to do that. Like, we could lose a billion went through it, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of Overkill's history was entirely erased. Nothing but value would be lost. Yeah. Up until I made this bracket, it's as if that happened to me because I had no history with them other than seeing, like, some T-shirts every once in a while or whatever. It's like, like oh, what's the, what's the Avenged Sevenfold logo doing on that shirt? <laughs> Like overkill. Yeah, it's like uh like yeah, so um I think my my hope for the next two brackets and episodes is that we get more 
that there is more wild cards in them, and there's more, and it's less <gasps> yeah. of a clear cut like the number one seed or the number two seed is the whatever the one is going to be because that's the first two weeks was kind of felt a little inevitable well, that you know. Well, I mean, like you're picking um, heavy metal and thrash, or parking lot metal and thrash, which are kind of more scoped um, genres. Like there's there's not that many things that really fit in there, and the best the songs that are really a cut above are really quite far above it's the true. other songs. <laughs> so it comes down to like Paranoid versus Number of the Beast. It's like, oh, well, I, oh, I guess Number of the Beast. <laughs> like, and then and then we spent ages going, like, oh, Angels of Death or Battery. You know, it's it wasn't gonna be it wasn't gonna be a sixteen way tie for first place. Like there was no way, even a three way. Like it, it, it's gonna come down to like two songs in this. But with uh, with the other stuff, with like, well, what's the best death metal song? It's like well, depends on you what you mean by death metal. But uh, for, for also with your, your groove doom sludge kind of like miscellaneous, like wow, there's, there's gonna be some great stuff in there because this you can kind of pick from almost almost anywhere and just go okay well my favorite song by this band is this i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna do the (laughs) same thing where i'm gonna look at the internet and stuff but there's gonna be a thing of like i mean there's obviously some personal taste in it but like you Mm. know there's gonna yeah there's definitely gonna be some matchups where it's like oh this is you know roots or something versus like a mastodon song and we're gonna have to just like figure it out you know and then the next round may be like one of those songs versus something by fucking sleep or high on fire or so you know and it's gonna be like it's gonna get like you know we're gonna have to like figure it out so it's like i think that's gonna be pretty cool and hopefully it'll lead to more like wild cards i mean it still might be a little chalky because again you talk about it's like death metal there's like some obvious choices for death metal songs that have to be on there and we're and then yeah there's some grind songs that uh, i feel yeah, like have to be on the, there and then we this yeah there's, there's some things that have to be on the list because it, otherwise you're making a personal list rather than a more sort of objective or uh, publicly relatable list but like say we were probably going to pick something by death but neither of us really like death <laughs> like, yeah that's and they're another one of those sort of like bands that are a bit of a almost a bit of a chore to listen to almost a bit kind of like gray and kind of who cares it's almost like i respect the work that you've done because it's led to better bands, but going back to the source material isn't like it's going back to the actual like 1930s blues music on which actually like all, which all the music I like is based. It's like actually isn't that much fun. Yeah. Not a big yeah. fan of Robert Johnson. I think we're gonna. gonna I think we're gonna find that like you would like. I have to put some technical death metal, but that is yeah. also not my thing because like <laughs> no, a lot of it is like incredibly not. joyless. Because they're just like, can you believe how hard this is? I don't know what you just did. You see what we just did there? We went from yeah. like six, seven to twelve, eight, and it's like I don't, I don't care about this. Like, this oh, we, we did it flawlessly, so you wouldn't even <laughs> notice. But man, I had to go to Julia <laughs> to, to figure out. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, I had to go to the Guitar Institute real quick to figure out like how you how you did that, and then yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a tough one. So yeah, I I think it'll be interesting, and I think this is a fun experiment not only for me i think parking lot metal there was definitely less new songs that i heard this one had like a but there's a bunch of things that i straight up just hadn't really heard before yeah i I was particularly i particularly liked how dark angel sounded that they man they got they got a good sound yeah (laughs) i want to yeah i want to i'm going to check out more dark angel i'm going to check out more early like machine head because i actually really like that yeah that, that first record is, is, is brilliant um yeah there's a couple of things in there where oh uh, witchery i want to check out more witchery so it's like 
I there's actually bands that I doing this, so I think looking at death metal is gonna because I have some knowledge of death metal, but not an exhaustive knowledge of it. So getting into some of these earache, <laughs> you know, nuclear blast yeah. bands in like newer newer stuff, and um, I think it's gonna hopefully I'll find some stuff that's not too problematic to listen to and fucking <laughs> like shreds hard. So yeah. Yeah, that is a is a problem with uh, the bands being able to make their views more more clearly known isn't, isn't always the best thing, is it? Yeah, I mean, definitely. We're we're gonna start. We're gonna get finally into the bands uh, where uh, the vocals are more of a texture than a <laughs> a le- legible thing, and so um, which is good when you consider like lyrics of like. How, how how Alice in Hell rhymes? <laughs> like we're not gonna have that problem anymore. No, we can we can only imagine what they're saying based off of the uh, the song title, and so that's and, and, and the sleeve, <laughs> the album sleeve, <laughs> and the yeah. I think it's funny when they like included lyric sheets, and you're like, all right, <laughs> sure, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's what you're saying. <laughs> Got it. Like you know. You are just burping into a microphone with a pitch yeah. shifter down two octaves. <laughs> Got it. Like, fucking get out of here with this bullshit. Um, all right, so that's that's this week. All right, we did it. Well, that that about wraps it up for uh, old fifty-one fifty. Tune your radio dial in next week. And we'll we'll bring you the uh, the the top sixteen uh, death metal songs, uh, whittling it down to the best ever to face off against Battery and Number of the Beast. Peace.